On to our second game of our doubleheader action here in District 95. We've ever seen the Harbor Beach Pirates victorious over the USA Patriots 56-19. Now we shift our attention to the Cassidy Red Hawks in Caro Tigers. Cassidy has won six of their last nine games. Through Those three losses all came in a row to Bad Axe recent Lakers. Losing to Bad Axe by 14, but recent Lakers each by just seven points and led in both of those games. The Red Hawks finished off the regular season with just two wins against USA, 46-29 and Sandusky, 51-30. It seems as if the Cassidy Red Hawks are starting to trend in the right direction at the start of the postseason for the third straight year. You remember last year, they had a really nice run. Uh, the two players, uh, Fernald and uh, Patrick, Patrick, had a really good tournament. And uh, I'm assuming they're looking for the same this year. I know Coach Fernald would certainly like to see that. Uh, they got to get a little more scoring from the next tier of players. But, uh, yeah, if those two can get it going, uh, they're tough to stop. For Caro, they have won just three games on the season, two of those which came in their first three games. Since January 7th, the Tigers have just one win against USA, 43-35. to Otherwise, it has been 16 losses, including losing to USA in the second time around in overtime, 50-46. to Caro has lost to Cassidy twice this season. The first time around, it was a 25-point loss. The second time, a 22-point loss. Yeah, Caro's not uh, <laughs> trending in the right direction. Uh, it's been a kind of a tough finish of the season. So... I mean, similar to the first game, Cassidy's going to want to come out, establish themselves right away, kind of take any hope that uh, Caro has of uh, the second season here and uh, see if they can, you know, just give them no hope. I mean, that's, I mean, that's tournament basketball. I mean, that's what you, I mean, I guarantee you that's what the coach Fernald said in the locker room. Go out, hit them in the mouth right away, you know, take the fight out of them and, you know, take care of business. If you let them hang around, then confidence builds and to, Comes a lot tougher game. Head-to-head, -head, Cass City has the ninth best offense in the Greater Them Conference at 49.9. Caro has the 11th best, or fourth worst, averaging 44.1. Red Hawks by 5.8. On defense, we have the second best in the conference's worst between Cass City and Caro. Cass City allows 41.2 per game on average. Caro with 61.7 on defense. Cass City by 20 and a half points. So by going by stats and stats alone, it's Cass City favored by 26.3 points. It's now time for the Crystal Ball Forecast presented by Sure Health, where better health makes for a better life. It's time you ask yourself, are you sure? Well, the standings are now Steve Bone 5, Clark Ramsey 4. I'm on a two-game win streak here. And Las Vegas 1. Las Vegas has the Cass City Red Hawks favored by 23 and a half points. And I'm taking Cass City by 22 points, 51 to 29. 51 for Cass City, 29 for Carroll. My prediction was Cass City 58, Carroll 32. So you're taking Cass City by 26 points. By 26 points. And I'm taking Cass City by 22. Yes. So. This could decide our whole season here. <laughs> I don't know how these games are the ones that are deciding our season. But well, you, you, you know, folks can bet on any sports book in the Michigan <laughs> yes. for our predictions. Not for the game, so they can bet on our predictions oh, of okay. our prediction. Good. So we also get a 10%. Uh -huh. Now, the bad news is not a single person has done that this season. No, nor will they. No, correct. Might be a little tough to find. Regardless, though, we will return in three minutes with your starting lineups right here on the WLW Sports Network.
Let's now meet your starting lineups for your second game of this evening between the Cass City Red Hawks and the Carroll Tigers. Your home team would be the Cass City Red Hawks on your scoreboard and also on your benches in their home white uniform, or excuse me, road. This is backwards, regardless. Anywho, Carroll, let's go through your starting lineups for the Tigers. We have number three, Evan Langmaid. He would be a freshman out there for the Tigers. Russell Fisher, number 13, a senior. Number 14, Mark Phillips, a junior, leading scorer for the Carroll Tigers. Number 15, Brady Rigg, also a junior. And number 34, Ashton Savage, a senior for the Carroll Tigers. Coached by Stephen Clark in his fourth year at the helm. <coughs> for the Kansas City Red Hawks, typical starters for them, a 5'11 junior, number two, Riley Swiderski. Number 10, a 6'1 sophomore, Carter Patrick, leading scorer for the Kansas City Red Hawks who is averaging 17.6 per game. Michael Fernald, 6'3", junior, number 11, averaging 11.8 per game. Number 13, Evan Clark, 6'3", junior. He's averaging 4.1 has come on as of late. And number 33, the big man down low, 6'4", senior, commit to the Air Force Academy, number 33 with Connor Herford. So on the scoreboard, Cassidy is the home team. They are technically the away team in this ballgame. Carroll in their home white uniforms. Cassie in their road maroon uniforms. Ashton Savage against Connor Herford, each six foot four, with the tip here for Cassidy and Carroll. Cassidy took both games against Carroll in the regular season, winning both by both of the 20 point range. And the tip is won by Connor Herford and the Red Hawks. Evan Clark directing traffic for the Kansas City Red Hawks. Feeds down to Carter Patrick with the right block. Dribbles up to the high post. Nothing there. Into the corner to Michael Fernald. Jump stop. Picks it back out. Skip pass to the left wing in the corner to Riley Swiderski. Back out to Evan Clark. Directing traffic. Looking to get Michael Fernald to the high post. And now they get him there. Turns to the basket. Jump shot is good. No good. Rebound dropped down by Caro's Brady Rigg. Here comes Carroll. Still no score. He played 35 seconds. Over to left wing to Evan Langmaid. To Savage. Back over to the right wing to Phillips. Phillips spins inside the lane. Nothing there. Jump shot is up, and it's in for two points. Mark Phillips with two points. Nice shot. Nice spin. Good patience. Very good. So Carroll with the first lead tonight, leading 2-0 over Cass City. 7.05 remaining in the first quarter. Michael Fernald, one dribble back out to Carter Patrick. Jump stop inside the lane. The left-handed jump shot, no good. Rebound brought in by Connor Herford. Can't get that to fall. Second shot is no good. And here comes Evan Langmade and the Caro Tigers. Langmade inside the lane. No good. Rebound brought in by Carter Patrick. And here comes Cass City. Still trailing Caro 2-0. Evan Clark into the corner to Riley Spiderski. Being guarded by number 14. That'd be Mark Phillips. Mike Fernald with a jump shot from the free throw line, no good. Rebound brought in by Connor Herford, keeps possession alive for the Red Hawks. Evan Clark at the left wing. To Carter Patrick inside the lane, jump shot is no good as well. And rebound brought down by Cass Caro's number 15, Brady Riggin. We have a timeout called by Caro, leading 2 0, 6 16 left in the first quarter.
Caro coming out with a 30-second timeout, and we have our first three-second violation call of the postseason. <laughs> That'll be the first turnover for Caro. And the third of the entire season. <laughs> third, I think it's the second. I was just saying, you don't see that call too much. They usually just say, get out of the lane. We had one in Reese, of all places. That's true. Short corner jump shot from Carter Patrick puts Cass City on the board. He has two points, as does Cass City. Two to two, 544 left in the first quarter. Tie ball game. Cass City showing a full court press here. Evan Lang made down to Ashton Savage. There's nothing there. The fadeaway in for two points. Nice looking move. Nice shot. From the senior, Ashton Savage. Four to two, Carroll leading. Riley Swiderski inside the lane, down to Connor Herford, back to Swiderski, and they cough it up. First turnover for Cass City. Both teams with just one turnover so far. We played three minutes. Brady Rigg, the junior for Carroll, over to Phillips for three. This one's no good. Rebound still loose and brought in by Savage. Keeps possession alive. First offensive rebound for Carroll tonight. Brady Rigg into Savage. Skip pass, opposite block. Goes up strong, and he is fouled. And this will send... Russell Fisher to the free throw line for two shots. Cass City starting out in their 2-3 zone. Not a lot of intensity in it. Um, allowing Carroll to move the ball around, kind of get it where they want. Coach Fernald did bring him out in the full court press, see if he can get him going a little more. First free throw from Russell Fisher is good. He's now 7 of 10 from the free throw line on the season. Extends the lead out to three points, 5 to 2. Second free throw, no good. Rebound brought down by two maroon jerseys. Cassidy feeds it into Michael Fernald in the corner. Now into Evan Clark in the same spot. Gets a screen from Fernald around the perimeter. Nothing there. Back out to Carter Patrick, top of the key. Five to two. Carroll leading Cassidy. Four and a half to play in the first quarter. Fernald takes the NBA three right wing. This one is good. Can't tell he has an ankle injury. It's now tied up at five apiece. Yeah, you might want to step out on him. He can make those. <laughs> Maybe. So four, 15 left in the first. It's tie ball game, and Carter Patrick gets a steal. Steals it away from the white jerseys of Carroll. Carter Patrick at the right elbow, kicks it to the corner, and it's tipped out of bounds. Paul Adams brought that rebound in. <laughs> he did. And hands back in the pocket. Already continuing the conversation. <laughs> Carter Patrick will inbound to the backcourt to Mike Fernald. Not sure if he goes by Michael or Mike. I think the older you get, you go by Mike. Okay. Evan Clark with the shot no good, but Connor Herford gets the putback to fall. In for two points for him, and Cassidy has their first lead, 7-5. to 3.49 left in the first quarter, and Carroll coughs it up, trying to feed it over to Brady Rigg, falls out of bounds. Third turnover for the Tigers. Yeah, Cass City just showing out uh, just a simple one-two-two, three-quarter court press, giving Carroll a little bit of trouble right now. Carter Patrick directing traffic. Feeds over to Evan Clark, nearly stolen by Russell Fisher. Carter Patrick back top of the key over to Mike Fernald, left wing. Fernald, skip pass to Evan Clark at the right elbow. Jump stop inside the lane. Pulls up for the jump shot inside. No good. Connor Herford gets the putback. Cannot get that to fall either. 
And here we go the other way. Terrell with four rebounds. Can't get the shot to fall. Rebound brought in by Evan Clark. Mike Fernald with the jump shot from the right elbow in for two points. He has five. Carroll now trails by four points, nine to five. 2.56 left in the first quarter. Cassidy by four. Trailed by his man by three just about two minutes ago. It's a 7 0 run for Cassidy. In the corner for three. This one is good from Brady Rigg. That's his first points. Now back to a one point ball game, 9 to 8, 2.35 left in the first quarter. Nice patience, broke the press, got a nice three in the corner. Carter Patrick against Ashton Savage. Ashton Savage. Now left side of the lane, back out to Riley Swiderski. Starts his dribble, takes the jump shot from the left elbow, and this one's smooth as silk. In for two points. 11 to eight, three-point lead for Cass City. Carroll over to Brady Rigg. Top of the key, Evan Langmay. Jump stop inside the lane, puts up the jump shot. This one's no good. Long rebound brought in by Fernald. Here comes Cass City. Decided to go with Mike Fernald. Now it's the postseason. Yeah, there you go. He's, he's, he's aged. Evan Clark at the left wing. Dribbles up to the top of the key, resets the offense. Minute 50 left in the first, 11 to 8. Cass City by three points over Caro. Evan Clark. Top of the key. Riley Sorosky thought about taking the three. Back over to Fernald, left wing. Into the corner, Evan Clark, wide open, takes the three. This one's no good. Rebound to Carter Patrick, jump stop, fade, count the basket as he let the defender hit the air before going back up. Count the basket and one for Carter Patrick. Well, I know at home you can't see what just happened, Yeah. but they just ran Kansas for a three. <laughs> Do <laughs> you think Coach Fernald coached with Coach Gainsworth at per any perhaps. point in his career? Perhaps. <laughs> Foul will go against Ashton Savage. That's his first. Team's first as well. Carter Patrick at the free throw line trying to finish off with a three-point play here. He has four at the moment. 13 for Cass City. Eight for Carroll's Free throw from the lefty is no good. And stays a five-point ball game, 13 to eight. Rebound brought in by Carroll. Cross midcourt, Brady Rigg. The junior feeds into the corner to number 12, Riley Parker. Down to Ashton Savage. Can't get the shot to fall from the right block. This one's brought in by Cohen Sherman. Excuse me, that's Tyler Kumper. Kumper. Skip pass over to the right wing to Carter Patrick. Thought about taking the NBA three. Does not. Dribbling against number 12, Riley Parker. Gets a screen from number 22, Joseph Vandercook. Excuse me, no, that's Carson Anthes on roster there. Mike Fernald with a 17-footer from the left wing. This one's good. Fernald's starting to heat up. He has seven. 15 to eight now. That's a nice-looking shot. Whew, hard to stop. Really nice-looking shot. Good elevation. Definitely now, Mike. Brady Rigg feeds it down to Savage and stolen away by Anthes. And into the hands of Cumper, here comes... Cass City. Four turnovers for Carroll, one for Cass City. 25 seconds left here in the first quarter. Fernald to the right wing. Back to Patrick, left wing extended about three feet from midcourt. Riley Parker comes out to meet him. Now Mike Fernald being guarded by Logan McGarry. Back to Patrick. Ten seconds left in this first quarter. Fernald dribbles. Takes the jump shot on the baseline. This one's no good. A rebound brought in by Savage with two seconds left. And the full court, half court shot is no good from Carroll. We've reached the end of the first quarter with Cass City leading by seven points. 
15-8 on the WLW Sports Network. Second quarter, Cass City forces a turnover. That's the fifth turnover for Carroll tonight. Cass City leads 15 to eight over Carroll by seven points. Seven and a half to play here in the second quarter now. Carter Patrick over to Riley Swiderski. He can't hang on to it, and that goes out of bounds. That's the second turnover for the Red Hawks. Cass City's going to stay with that three-quarter court press. Now they fall back into uh, basically a two-three zone. So Riley Parker will check. Inbound for Carroll, facing a little bit of token pressure here on the inbound. Feeds it into number 14, Mark Phillips. Mark Phillips, the leading scorer for Carroll, averaging 16 points a game. Break the press, or to Brady Riggs, skip pass back into Savage into the corner, and it's tipped out of bounds. Uh, last touch by a Cassidy jersey, so it'll be Carroll ball. Inbound to Savage for Carroll, trailing by seven points. Kansas City finished on a 6-0 run to start to finish that first quarter. The three from Brady Rigg, this one is good. His second three of the evening now makes it 15-11. A four-point ball game with seven minutes left in the first half. Carter Patrick against Carroll at the left wing, Riley Parker. Down inside, and he looked for contact. None called. Rebound brought in by Carroll. Brady Rigg to Savage, actually back to Mark Phillips, top of the key. He takes a three. This one's in and out, and it falls in for, in for three points. Mark Phillips, his fifth point. Now a one-point ball game, 15-14. to 14. It was a good defensive effort down at this end. Went straight up with Patrick, took the ball from him. Kansas City tries to feed it down. Newick. Throws it out of bounds. Three turnovers for Cass City now as Cass City is facing a 6-0 run from Caro. So a little bit of a hockey change here for Cass City. Yeah, they're bringing back three starters that were getting a little rest on the bench. Evan Clark, Carter Patrick, Mike Fernald, Riley Swirsky, Connor Herford. For Caro, we have Mark Phillips, Brady Rigg, Riley Parker, Ashton Savage, and number 23, Logan McGarry. In the right wing for three. This one's no good from Brady Rigg. Long rebound brought in by Carter Patrick for Cassidy. He'll bring it up himself. Patrick inside the lane, kicks it back out to Mike Fernald. Wide open for three right wing. This one's short and bounces out of bounds. It'll be Carroll ball. A one-point ball game. 5.53 left in the second. 15-14, to 14, Cassidy on top. Carroll breaks that press, and they can get the ball down here to uh, Rigg on, uh, on the arc. I mean, he starts up on top of the ball, enters it, then he goes through the press, comes out the other end, and he's in a good spot to shoot a three. Mark Phillips with the jump stop at the right wing, then short corner in for two, and we have Cass City trailing as Carroll retakes the lead 16 to 15. And you can see the confidence growing in Carroll. <laughs> An 8-0 run in just the last two minutes for, for Carroll. At the right wing, Fernald at the free throw line. Back over to Evan Clark into the corner to Carter Patrick. 
Patrick against Brady Rigg. 16 to 15. Carroll leading by one point. Skip pass to the right wing. Back out to Evan Clark for three top of the key. Banks are home. Thumb bank and trust open late. And now Cassidy back out on top by two points after Evan Clark makes the three. Banks are in. Carroll in transition. Can't get Logan McGarry's shot to fall. Rebound brought in by Cassidy. That's a really nice Euro step. Just didn't finish it. Inside the lane, Mike Fernald gets the basket to count on the little bit of a hook shot. And we have a timeout called by, looks like, Carroll. Actually called by Cass City. 4.48 left in the second quarter. Full timeout. Cass City by four, 20 to 16. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, Carroll coughs it up after the full timeout called by Cass City. Cass City now on offense with a four-point lead, 20-16. to 16. We've had three lead changes and two ties in this ballgame. Mike Fernald gets the ball at the top of the key against Phillips. Carter Patrick at the right wing at the elbow into the corner. Riley Swiderski for three. This one's long. Gets his own rebound, though, at the right wing. And we have a foul. This will go against Riley Parker. Coach Fernald called timeout there. I think he got after him a little bit. Says, hey, guys, you understand what's going on here? You got uh, Carroll took a brief lead. Then Cass City went on a little run. Now they're back up four. But, you know, we're halfway through the second quarter. It's only a four-point game. I don't think many expected uh, it to be this close. 20-16, to 16, a four-point lead for the Red Hawks. As Carter Patrick gets it at the right block against Phillips. Goes up strong. He is fouled. Count the basket and one. So Carter Patrick going to the free throw line for the second time tonight. He missed his, had a three-point attempt um, in the first quarter. Missed the free throw, though. Foul will go against Mark Phillips, his first, team's third. He's really strong down there. Boy, he gets that shot. He's going to get it up. He's got a good chance of it going in. And the free throw is good, so it's now 23-16. to 16. Just a sophomore, mind you. Yes. So 4.03 left in the second. It's 23-16. Cass City by seven points. As their largest, ties their largest lead. It used to be 15-8. Now 23-16. Riley Parker dives down the lane. This one's no good. He tries to get his own rebound. Brought in by Evan Clark. Carter Patrick going the other way. Off the glass. In for two points. 25-16. Again, Cass City after that timeout really turning up the pressure a little more now. Nine-point lead for the Red Hawks. Down to Ashton Savage, wide open on the baseline against Connor Herford now. Turns to the basket, chucks this one up, and it falls in for two. Savage's first points this evening. 25-18. Excuse me, four points for Savage. Snuck into the corner there. Inside, Carter Patrick puts the shot up from the right block. This one's no good. And rebound brought in by Carroll. Going the other way. Riley Parker is fouled as Mike Fernald pretty much body checked him out of bounds. Yes, he did. So that will be Fernald's first team's second of this first half with 3-0-1 remaining in the second quarter. Carroll inbound on the side. 
the big three from number three. Evan Lang made at the NBA range from the right wing. Makes it a four-point ball game, 25-21. I was watching a college game this weekend. They called that a curry. <laughs> when you make them from out there, those are curries. <laughs> I like that. Carroll with the foul on the reach. This will go against number 12, Riley Parker, his second, team's fourth. I don't think that'll be Langmaid's last attempt. No. <laughs> I'm quite confident in that. <laughs> Especially now that he's made one. <laughs> I watched a lot of Carroll basketball the past few weeks to get the stats <laughs> together. We don't cover Carroll at all during the regular season, so I was playing a little catch-up. And uh, he certainly likes to shoot. Mike Fernald at the right wing takes the 17-footer. Foot was on the line. This one's no good. Would have maybe been good from three-point land. Gets an offensive rebound from Connor Herford, though. Keeps possession alive. Evan Clark for three left wing. This one is good. Evan Clark's second three this evening. 28-21. 2-12 remaining in the second quarter. Savage back up to Langmade. Jumps down to the free throw line. Down to Savage. Right block. He is fouled. Count the basket and one. He's fired up. Nice play by Langmaid. Stepped in through the defense, dropped it down. Savage with a good finish through the contact. Knocks this down. Still a four-point game. 28-23 now. 2:04 remain in the first half. Neither team can seem to find that edge and start to pull away. Free throw is good for Savage. Three-point play is complete. He now has seven points. 28-24. Cassidy by four points. Bernal at the high post. Turns to the basket, starts his dribble. Back to Patrick, right wing. Takes the NBA three from the right wing. This one's airmailed out of bounds, and it'll be Carroll ball. Yeah, Coach Bernal cannot be happy with that shot. I mean, he can get in the lane pretty much whenever he wants. Gets down low, gets something to draw contact. Instead, he... Shoots at, hits nothing. Over the right wing to Brady Rigg. Rigg gives it back to Langmaid, the freshman. Back to Rigg, right wing. One dribble. Feeds it down the opposite block, and this one's knocked away into the hands of Maroon Jersey. That is the eighth turnover for Caro. Cassidy with just three. Rowley Swiderski to Carter Patrick in the right corner. Back up to Swiderski, right wing. Ball above his head. Now starts his dribble. Or to Fernald, left wing. High post to Anthus. Back to Fernald, dribbles down, dives to the basket, and can't get to fall, but there's Anthus with the putback. Can't get that to fall either. And it's brought in by Savage for Carroll. Carson Anthus, a freshman, he moved up for the postseason. And Mike Fernald gets the steal. In transition, puts the layup up, in for two points for Fernald. He has 11. 30 to 24, less than a minute to play here in the first half. Langmaid takes the three. This one hits the top of the square on the backboard. Rebound brought in by Cass City. <laughs> As Mike Fernald takes the long two, fadeaway. This one is good. He has 13, and we have a timeout called by Carroll with 28 seconds left in the second quarter. 32-24, Cass City by eight points.
Carroll coming out of a timeout. Now 15 seconds left. Lang made into the corner to Savage, and Savage is fouled. It's going to be a block against Carson Anthos, his first. Team's third, so it'll be Carroll ball on their own baseline, like right side of your radio. Coach Fernald comes out of the timeout and goes, man, because he's been playing zone. Kind of changed it up on Carroll. Nine seconds left. Takes the three. Phillips, this one's no good. Long rebound goes out of bounds with three seconds left. And so this will be Cassidy Ball with a eight-point lead, 32-24. to 24. Evan Clark trying to inbound. Now they do get into Mike Fernald, and it's tipped out of bounds. And they will advance the ball with 2.1 seconds, seconds left at midcourt. Thank you for all of our listeners tuning in, no matter where we are in the world, as Carter Patrick takes the three to the buzzer. This one is no good. And we reached halftime with an eight-point game, 32-24, in our second game of a doubleheader action. Cassidy by eight points at the half. Two twenty-four. Cassidy leads at halftime by eight points over Carroll. We've actually had three lead changes and two ties in this ball game so far. Cassidy is led by Mike Fernald with thirteen points. Carter Patrick at nine. Six points for Evan Clark. At two points each for Riley Swiderski and Connor Herford. From the free throw line, Carter Patrick and the Red Hawks all together are just one of two from the free throw line for fifty percent. Carroll is led. In tandem by Mark Phillips and Ashton Savage with seven points. Brady Rick at six. Three points for Evan Langmaid and one point for Russell Fisher. From the free throw line, two of three for Carroll. They do have nine turnovers compared to Cassidy's three turnovers. And they're out-rebounded by Cassidy, 15 to 10. Cassidy with seven offensive rebounds, eight on the defensive side. Carroll just one offensive rebound, nine defensive rebounds. Steve Bone, what do you have for shooting? With the... Uh discrepancy in rebounds and uh, turnovers. Carroll's hot shooting, I guess, when they get to shoot it, uh, is keeping them in the game. Uh, they're 5 of 10 inside the arc and then 4 of 8 outside the arc, so 50% for the half, And um, but they're being outshot 32 to 18. 14 more shots for Cass City. Right, and you're only down 4 points, or I mean 8 points. You've got to be pretty happy with that. Uh, Cass City 11 of 24 inside the arc, 49%. That's real good. Uh, three of eight outside the arc at 38%. You'll take that any day as well. So for the game, they were 44% uh, from the floor. Um, again, Carroll's got to be you know, pretty happy. Again, they're down eight points, shooting the ball pretty well. You know, the press is giving them a little trouble, but uh, they've handled it up to this point. Not too bad. So... Um, as Coach Gainforth would say, virtually every game, this first three minutes of the second half will decide if this game's going to be close or if it's not. This is three minutes is huge, especially for Carroll. 32-24, eight-point lead for Cass City. Carroll will start out on offense. One dribble from number 13, that would be Russell Fisher. Feeds it into Savage against Connor Herford. Turning to the basket, nothing there. Kicks it back out to Langmaid. Langmaid, and we have a whistle, and we have a second. 
three-second violation of the evening. Got another turnover. Ten turnovers for Carrero now. Actually, uh, Cassidy made a change at halftime. They come out in a man-to-man. Going to put pressure on Carroll, make him speed it up. Over to the right wing to Mike Fernald into the corner, Carter Patrick. Patrick's pickpocketed and goes out of bounds by Savage. So be cast City Ball underneath your own basket, right side of your radio. That's that old lay defense as they go by, you take a <laughs> swipe at it. Worked that time. Yeah, it looks like Lionel Richie dancing on the ceiling instead. <laughs> 7.22 left in the third quarter, 32-24. Still that eight-point lead for the Cassie Redhawks, now on offense as Riley Swiderski dribbles around the perimeter. Into the corner to Mike Fernald. Again, Slangmate back out to Swiderski. Swiderski starts his dribble once back to Evan Clark. Evan Clark being guarded by Mark Phillips from a distance now. Into the corner, Swiderski trying to feed it down to Herford. Herford goes to work against Savage, nothing there. Kicks it back out. Swiderski resets the offense. 6.55 left in the third quarter. Carter Patrick inside the lane. The floater is in for two points. Well, he gets in there. That's, that's He elevates nice. He's strong with the ball. He's got a nice soft touch. 6.35 left in the third. 34-24. to 10-point lead for City. At the right elbow, Evan Langmaid's shot is tipped in, into the hands of City. Going the other way. Carter Patrick, right elbow jump shot. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Mark Phillips for Caro. I think it's a good change for Cass City to go, man. They're speeding Caro up. So they can't just pass the ball around the zone like they did in the first half. And pickpocketed this time by Carter Patrick going the other way. And he puts it in for two points. 36-24, Cass City starting to blow things open here in the first three minutes of the first half of the second half. <laughs> Evan Langmade back up to the top of the key to Russell Fisher, and we have a whistle, and this whole foul will go against Cass City on the block. I'll go against Mike Fernald, his second, team's first of the second half. Yeah, this is danger time right here for Carroll. They need to get a basket to kind of keep things going the right direction. Inside the lane, the floater is up off balance from Brady Rigg as he lost a handle on it, somehow got it off. <laughs> and he makes it count. 36-26, five and a half to play in the third. Lost it, retrieved it, flipped it, and made it. Evan Clark directing traffic for Kansas City. Over to Mike Fernald in the corner. Car Patrick short corner jump shot on the baseline. This one's in for two points. He now has 15, six in this quarter alone. 38-26, Cassidy out by 12 points again. Carroll across midcourt, Brady Rigg over to the right wing, Ashton Savage. Savage hands it off. Down to the baseline on the give and go to number 13, Russell Fisher can't get it to fall. Rebound brought in by Cassidy. Really nice backdoor cut, just didn't finish it. Mike Fernald down the baseline, goes up strong, and count the basket. 15 points for Mike Fernald, the six foot three junior, 40 to 26. He finished that one. Yeah, very good baseline. Squared his shoulders to the basket, nobody could get to it. 
Brady Rigg goes down the lane, chucks it out. No contact, no foul either. And Kyra Patrick now hands it out to Mike Fernald. Right block, pump fakes, and can't get to fall. Aaron Fernald wanted a foul, none called, and Evan Clark knocks it out of bounds for Cass City. It'll be Carroll Ball in front of their own bench on the left side of the radio. Cass City leads 40-26 with 4.04 left in the third quarter. Carroll entered tonight with a 3-17 record. Cass City at 12-7. Carroll's most recent game lost to Akron Fairgrove at home, 60-66, as Mark Phillips hits the three from the right wing. 40-29 now. They went under the screen there, left him open. He'll take that. That's a big basket. It's only 11-point game now. Mike Fernald to Riley Sudersky, dribbling around the perimeter. Nothing there over to Fernald, left wing. Fernald now spinning in the short corner, working his way down to Connor Herford, left block. Turns. The hook shot is good from Connor Herford. Nice looking shot from him. Yeah. He has four points, 42 really nice. to 29. Yeah, you get that. You don't need to make a lot of baskets. Just get a couple inside there. Make them respect your game in there. Brady Rigg takes a three. This one is two days shipped out of bounds, and it will be Cassidy Ball. Day shipped. Nice. Sometimes three-day, depending on if it is actually Amazon Prime or not. Even if it is Amazon Prime, sometimes, frankly, it doesn't matter. Sometimes, if it's FedEx, it's just out for delivery for four days. I digress. Carter Patrick, it's the side effects of a doubleheader. Evan Clark goes right down the baseline, in for two points for Cassidy. Evan Clark with eight, 44-29, 15-point lead. Cass City over Caro, 2.46 left in the third. At the right wing, Mark Phillips sees it down to Savage, can't hang on to it. He's in the corner all the way now, and it goes out of bounds, and it's going to be turnover. 12 turnovers for Caro now. Substitution coming in for the Tigers. That would be Logan McGarry. Replaces Russell Fisher. Riley Parker also out there. Evan Clark at the right wing. Down to the corner to Fernald, 44-29. Cassie leading Carroll by 15. Riley Swiderski goes to the, in between the high and low post for the jump shot. This one's no good. And nearly chases down his own rebound, but it's brought in by Brady Rigg of Carroll instead. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Ashton Savage is blocked by Evan Clark, and then Savage hits it out of bounds. Nice play from Evan Clark. Gives the ball back to Cass City. That was really a nice uh, dribble drive by Rigg, then dropped it down. And As we have a loose uh, covering from the volleyball setup here. Yeah. At midcourt, we have a timeout called by Stephen Clark and the Carroll Tigers with 2.04 left in the third quarter. 44-29, Cass City by five points. 15, excuse me. City leading Carroll 44 to 29 with 204 left in the third quarter. Kansas City coming out of a timeout called by Carroll. Stephen Clark not too pleased with his team's output so far in the second half. Two minutes left in the third, and we have an offensive foul called on Kansas City. This will go against 
Evan. That's uh, Connor Herford on the moving screen. His first, team second. So Carroll back on offense. Trailing by 15 points to Cass City. Brady Rigg. Dribbling top of the key against Carter Patrick. And it's stolen away by Patrick. 13 turnovers. Down to Evan Clark, right block, in for two points. He has 10, the junior. 46 to 29, minute 30 remains in the third quarter. Turnovers turn into points real fast. In the corner, Logan McGarry. Against Evan Clark, and it's Carter Patrick nearly with a steal. Instead, he's going to be called for the misdemeanor. Substitutions coming in for the Red Hawks. Little youth coming in, Carson Anthus, as well as Mason Neweck, both freshmen. Replace Carter Patrick and Riley Swiderski, who's <laughs> a junior and a sophomore. Minute 10 left in the third quarter. Riley Parker goes up strong from the left side and flailing about, and he's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul go against Evan Clark. That is his first, team's third. Kansas City staying in their man and really trying to pick it up. They're denying the entries. And that's, uh, who's this at the free throw line? Patrick? Ron, this would be Riley Parker, yeah. number 12. Yeah, Riley Parker. Free throws, Anyways, no good. Hit everybody to pass to. So he drove to the basket, drew the foul. But that's what Kansas City's doing right now. They're extending their defense out, taking away the entry passes, making it a one-on-one -on -one game. Well, when you have a head of hair like that and a beard to go with it, you can really do whatever you want. <laughs> Riley Parker's second free throw is no good. 0 for 2 on that trip, and Carson Anthus, the freshman, brings it in. So it remains 46-29 in favor of the Cassie Redhawks over the Caro Tigers. Evan Clark against Riley Parker. Dribbling. And he dribbled out of bounds with it. Four turnovers for the Redhawks now. First yeah. of the second half. That's a bad turnover. Just yeah. pick the ball up, make a pass, get it out of there. Try to dribble it. Two guys on you. That usually doesn't work out too good. Less than a minute to play here in the third. Mark Phillips against Newick. Goes down the right side of the lane. We have an offensive foul. This will go against Mark Phillips, his second team's first of the second half. Good take, good job yeah. defensively by Cass City, stepping in the lane. And Evan Clark will bring it up for the Red Hawks. 46-29, 17-point lead as they feed it into Mike Fernald, the high post, and it's misdirected pass brought in by Caro. Five turnovers for the Red Hawks now, over to Logan McGarry. Down to the baseline, and stolen away by Tyler Kumper. Kumper in transition is absolutely hammered. Felonious assault there from Caro with 21 seconds left here in the third. Foul will go against number 12. Riley Parker, his third, team second. So Kumper, who was, <laughs> who was not ready for the ball, hit him in the shoulder. At the free throw line for the first time tonight, and he misses it. Sophomore playing in his first district game. Kumper, a three of eight free throw shooter on the season, now three of nine. Well, maybe it's, yeah, it should be his first district game. I don't think he played last year. I don't think so. 21 seconds left here in the third, and he makes the second one. Splits the difference. 47 
29 now. Carol, Kansas City in a 7-0 run here in the last three and a half minutes. Top of the key, Riley Parker takes the three with six seconds left. This one's no good. Gets his own put back. That one's no good. Ashton Savage gets the put back, and he is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul will go against Carson Anthes. His second, team's fourth, with one and a half seconds left here in the third quarter. 47 to 29. Cass City on top. Carroll with the free throw line. Ashton Savage's first free throw is no good. On the season, he is 14 of 30 for 46%. Second free throw from Savage is no good. Rebound brought in by Mike Fernald. That's how the end of the third quarter will occur with an 18-point lead in favor of the Castor Red Hawks over the Carroll Tigers. 47 to 29 in the WLW Sports Network. Eighteen-point lead for Cassidy entering the fourth quarter here. 47-29, Cassidy over Caro. And Carson Anthes is fouled as he goes for the pass from Carter Patrick by Ashton Savage from behind. So that'll be the second against Savage, team's third. So Cassidy inbounds from midcourt with an 18-point lead, 47-29. Cassidy incorporating full-court pressure now. Really extending out, trying to create some turnovers, see if they get back in this thing. Mike Fernald against Logan McCary. He went down to Carter Patrick in the right corner. Tried to feed to Carson Anthus, nothing there. Now they get down to Anthus. The freshman going against Savage, goes up strong, in for two points. Nice move from the freshman. Nice, nice. Hold the baseline, step through, nice. 49-29, out by 20 points and a steal by Tyler Kumper, and it can't get to fall, but Carter Patrick cleans up the boards in for two points. As the 15th turnover for, Cass or for Caro tonight. Cassidy with just five, and we have an offensive foul going to the uh, interior, a little out of control. It will be the third against Ashton Savage, his third team's fourth. Seven minutes remain in regulation. 51-29, Cassidy by 22 points. Cassidy into the corner to Mike Fernald. Turns to the basket, nothing there. Back out to Neewick, top of the key. From the left elbow, he takes the jump shot. This one's airmailed to rebound brought in by Carroll. 14, turnover, 14 rebounds for Cass Carroll, and we have a whistle. And this will be a reach-in in the push against Cassidy. Cassidy's really shot the ball well in this second half. That third quarter, they were 7-10 from the floor. Uh, Carroll had cooled off a little bit. Uh, they ended up 2-8. of eight. Mason Newick with the foul, his first, team sixth. Inbound to Mark Phillips. Phillips to Savage. Had the right block against Anthos and coughs it up into the hands of Patrick. Patrick slows things up at the left elbow. Down to Anthos and it's knocked out of bounds by Parker. Cass City ball, right side of your radio. Still playing hard, diving on the floor. It's always good to see. Riley Parker, a junior on this squad. Inbound to Tyler Kumper in the right corner. To the short corner, back out to Carter Patrick, wide open for three from the right wing. This one's no good. 
Rebound brought in by Logan McGarry for Carroll. Mark Phillips against Newick. Pops the three left wing. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Carter Patrick. And here come the Redhawks with a 22-point lead in tow, 51-29. Kemper in the left corner for three. This one's <laughs> airmailed and brought in for the offensive board by Newick. And we have a whistle. And this will be a moving screen against Carson Anthos. His third. Team seventh. Ball control foul. Hey, well, we did our predictions, and you predicted a 51-29 score. At, at the end of the third quarter. You right? said it was six minutes to go, right? Yes. Okay. That's exactly what I said. I'll just say, I'm looking at it. It's perfect, dude. 51-29, just well, what just, you said. Just need to have a very large two-team drought here for the final <laughs> five minutes and 55 seconds. Anything is possible in March, though. Yes, it is. Carter Patrick goes for the steal. Evan Lang made down to the low post. Into Mark Phillips' hands. In for two points. He has 12, 51-31. Mike Frenald to Carter Patrick, right wing, against Riley Parker. Slowing things down at midcourt or left wing back to Frenald. Frenald to Connor Herford, well away from the basket. To Patrick, to Frenald, the right block. Turns to the basket. Nice move to the basket as well. And in for two points for Fernald. He has 17. We have a 30-second timeout called by Aaron Fernald and the Red Hawks on the W. LW Sports Network, 53-31, Cassidy over Caro. Five minutes remain in regulation. It's a 22-point game in favor of the Cassie Red Hawks. And check that, a 19-point game as Evan Langmay takes the three from NBA range. Makes it 53-34. to 34. A 5-0 run suddenly for Caro. Evan Clark over to Riley Swiderski left wing. Resets the offense in the hands of Carter Patrick. 4.40 now left. 53-34, Cass City by 19 points over Carroll. In the opening round of District 95 of the MHSA tournament in Division 3, Clark Ramsey and Steve Bone with their call from Bad Axe, Michigan. Car Patrick taking his time to the right wing to Swiderski. Swiderski goes right down to the right block, jump stop in its opposite corner to Kumper. Kumper give and go back to Evan Clark, left block. Into the inside the paint to Connor Herford, can't get to fall. And rebound brought in by Carroll. Trailing by 19 points. What a really nice pass right there. And so it much kinda, so that Herford wasn't ready for it. Kind of caught him off. Uh, I don't think he was ready for it. Meanwhile, Caro takes a three that hits nothing. Rebound brought in by Cass City. Swirsky takes the short corner jump shot. This one's no good. Connor Herford is goes for the putback. And then on the second effort after the putback was no good, tried to punch it out. And this will result in a foul. Connor Herford's second, and we walk the length of the court as that is the eighth team foul for Cass City. This was Ashton Savage of the free throw line shooting one and one. He is one of three this evening. Missed his last two at an old-fashioned three-point play in the second quarter. Three forty-nine left in the fourth quarter. Nineteen-point ball game at the moment. 
As Ashton Savage's free throw is no good. Rebound brought in by Cumper for Cass City. 23 rebounds for Cass City, 16 for Carroll. 340 remaining in regulation. Swiderski at the left corner. Dribbling around the perimeter, hands it back off to Carter Patrick. Gets a screen from Cumper. At the free throw line, into the corner to Evan Clark. Starts his dribble. Nothing there, retreats to the right wing. Gets a screen from Herford. Gives it to Carter Patrick. Dives inside the lane, jump stop. Wide open, Connor Herford in for two points at the right block. Herford with six. 53 yeah, nice 34. 55. Nice from Carter. Drops it down to Herford. Nice easy put in. In the short corner, Lang made, tries to feed it down to Savage, and looks like we have a what I thought was a kickball, but that is actually going to be a foul against Connor Herford. That's his third, team's ninth. Actually, they're going to say it's his fourth. So he sits down, as does Carter Patrick. Braylon the Valley gets some time in. As does Newick again. Savage, second free throw, upcoming. Excuse me, that was his first on his second attempt of owning one here, and he makes that one. So he's now 2 of 5 from the free throw line tonight for 40%. 3.04 left in the fourth quarter. 20-point ball game, 55-35. And check that, a 55-36 ball game. He goes 2 for 2 on that trip. Cass City's got most of their starters on the bench now. Got a nice game. Getting ready for Wednesday. Getting ready for a rematch with the Lakers on Wednesday in our second game of our doubleheader action. Yep. Newick to Evan Clark, right wing. Cumber flashing to the middle. Nothing there, though. Evan Clark taking his time against Logan McGarry. Keep want to say Leo McGarry, reference from the West Wing. Evan Clark into the corner, down the baseline. Left him open there. Riley Sorosky skipped past to the opposite corner. Newick at the free throw line. Back to Evan Clark in left corner. Goes down baseline again. Picks up his dribble. Short corner. Back out to Kumper. And slows things down. Kumper against Phillips. Back to Newick. 2-10 left in the fourth. 19-point ball game. Cass City 55. Carroll 36. Newick. Right wing. And we have a block called against Carroll. And they're having a hard time believing it. <laughs> well, that was clearly a block. The one where Phillips whacked him and they didn't call that. It's like, okay, well, I guess why is that a foul then? We have a full timeout called by Carroll with minute 59 left in the fourth quarter. 55-36, Cassidy on top. Carroll calls a full timeout with about two minutes left in regulation. It's a 19-point ball game. And now we have a whistle at the top as Cass City's Evan Clark was fouled by number 12, Riley Parker, his fourth. So out there for Cass City right now, we have a very young roster as it is, but Nason Niewek. Apologize if I'm saying that wrong. I have not checked the pronunciation of that yet. He's a six foot one freshman. We also have number five, Cohen Sherman. 
number 15. We'll get to that in a second as we have a, a foul called against Caro. This will put Braylon LaValle at the free throw line for the same two shots. No, one and one. That's the seventh team foul against Caro. And the fifth against Riley Parker. So he will sit down, the junior. So Braylon LaValle at the free throw line shooting one and one. And it's good. So he gets a second. Second free throw from LaValle is good, and they're going to say a violation on LaValle. So that one is no good. Holy cow. You ever watch Bad Beats? Scott Van Pelt's Bad Beats? Yes. Yeah. That's one right there is going to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> We've had two three-second violations tonight. <laughs> and a lane violation. And a lane violation on the shooter. Stepping over the line. As Caro tries to take the shot, this one goes out of bounds. Cassidy ball with a minute 25 left. 20-point ball game, 56 to 36. You know, Clark, a lot of people at home are saying 20-point game, you know, Cassidy's going to move on. But I don't think they understand that you picked it, uh, Cassidy to win by 22 and I that picked is, by 26. So that is correct. There's a lot of game left for you and I. Just think if anyone actually did go to DraftKings and, and bet on <laughs> our predictions. Again, no one has so far this entire season. Cohen Sherman dribbling, oh. and it's stolen away by Evan Langmaid. Minute left as Sherman pickpockets him, knocks it right out of bounds. Tom Green tried to go for the, the steal on the baseline. <laughs> Didn't get to it. That would have been bad if he'd have toppled <laughs> over onto the camera. <laughs> oh, broken his fall. As Carroll inbounds. And it's knocked out of bounds again by Braille LaValle. Carroll ball. So still a 20-point ball game, 56-36, less than a minute to play here with 54 seconds left. Inbound to number 13, Russell Fisher. Back up to Evan Langmade for three. This one's no good. It's the backboard barely. And it will be Carroll, or excuse me, Cass City Ball. And we have, actually, no, we have a foul called against Cass City. We'll go against Cohen Sherman. His first, team's 10th. It's a double bonus for number 11, Clayton Klisch. Well, again, not a lot of excitement in this game, but Cass City came out, did what they had to do, got a pretty good, you know, they. Got a lead and kind of just stuck with it and just been adding on and adding on. And, you know, it's kind of wore, finally wore Caro down. Free throw is good for Klish. He's one for one for the free throw line. Now a 19 point ball game, 56 37. So for Coach Fernald going into the game against Lakers, his son's ankle looked like it was good. Second free throw, no good. Rebound ripped down by Cassidy's Lance Swiderski. Cohen Sherman brings the ball up, and he can't hang on to it, and it goes out of bounds. Seven, six turnovers for the Red Hawks now. Fifty-six, thirty-seven. Carroll trailing on offense to Cass City. 
as Langmaid takes the runner and it falls in for two points. He has eight. 56-39. Cohen Sherman, top of the key. And he throws it right out of bounds. <laughs> Coach Verdahl, not I'm, I'm sure you could hear that on air. Yeah. That's, well, I, I won't be pleased that's, either. That's, as a coach, he, that next group's got to perform as well. So, Evan Langmade is stolen away. I do believe that's the younger brother, Patrick. Do not have a name on him. So he brings it up, and that is how the game will finish. And the Cassidy Red Hawks advance as they take out the Caro Tigers. 56-39, to your final. A 17-point victory in favor of the Red Hawks, taking out Caro for the third time this season. We now have our semifinal of District 95 set, and we have had concluded our doubleheader action on Monday night from District 95. The road to the Resident Center is one stop shorter for Lakers, Badax, Cassidy, and Harbor Beach, and all the action will be taking place on Wednesday right here on the WLW Sports Network. Final score, Cassidy defeats Carroll 56-39 in our second game of tonight. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. We'll return with wrapping up all the action from tonight right here on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at www.sports.com. Final score, 56-39. Cassidy takes out the Caro Tigers by 17 points. To advance to the semifinals of District 95 to now take on the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers, a team they lost to twice in the regular season, but a team they were leading entering the fourth quarter just about two weeks ago. So definitely an intriguing semifinal matchup in that one. The Cassidy Red Hawks were led in tandem by their two leading scorers, Carter Patrick and Mike Fernald, each with 17 points in the night. 10 points for Evan Clark, 6 points for Connor Herford, and then 2 points for Carson Anthus and Riley Sidurski, 1 point for Tyler Kumper and Braylon LaValle. For the free throw line, Cassidy was 3 of 6 for 50%. They had 7 turnovers. That was 9 less than the Caro Tigers. And 23 total rebounds, 7 rebounds in their favor. 15 and 8 defensive and offensive. For the Caro Tigers, they were led by Mark Phillips with 12 points, eight, 9 points for Ashton Savage, the senior, 8 points each for Evan Langmaid and Brady Rigg, and then 1 point each for Clayton Klisch and Russell Fisher will round out your scoring for the Caro Tigers, who finished the season now 3 and 18, losing every game since January 24th. From the free throw line, Caro was 5 of 12. For 40%, 16 turnovers, 16 rebounds, 7 less than Cass City. What do you have for shooting? Carroll shot the ball pretty well tonight. Uh, uh, that second half, uh, they kind of came back to earth a little bit from the first half. Uh, 33% inside the arc, 28% outside the arc. So they shot 31%. But overall for the game, they shot 41%. Uh, 40% from uh, three-point land. So... Uh, needed a few more of them to drop to kind of stay in this, but uh, once it got away a little bit, they had to force some stuff and didn't work out that well. Um, Cass City uh, shot the ball well again in the second half. 11 of uh, 19 inside the arc for 58%. Uh, they only attempted two three-pointers and missed both those. 
So for the second half, they shot 52%. Uh, for the game, they were 51% inside the arc, 30% from uh, outside the arc. So 47% overall. Uh, did a lot of damage inside in the paint area. Um, Connor Patrick gets in there, can get his shot pretty much any time. Aaron Fernald's got some really nice touch around the basket. Uh, again, he can elevate over most guys. So that's a nice thing with those two players. They can they can get the shot that they want when they need it, um, and they're tough to defend. So now we have our semifinal set for District 95 in the Division Three District Championship here in Bad Axe, Michigan. And we have the Bad Axe Hatches, the number one seed, entering into tournament play on Wednesday in our first game as they will take on Hopper Beach, a team they defeated in the regular season back on January 17th, Bad Axe 54, Hopper Beach 42. So that game will be Friday, or excuse me, Wednesday at 5.30. And then the second game, now set, Lakers in Cass City. Lakers defeated Cass City twice in the regular season, the first time by eight po or 12 points, 49 to 37. The second time, 52 to 45. What will this third time bring? I mean, again, there won't be a whole lot of surprises. Um, Lakers may change stuff up a little bit. I think they learned something from the last time they played. I would think uh, from what I've seen, the Lakers are going to see more pressing from them, use their length uh, and their athleticism in the full court versus just in the half court, create a few more turnovers, just kind of make uh, uh, make those your the two main players from Cass City really have to work because it gets a press. They're going to have to help get it up the floor. Then they got to do the scoring. So I think that's uh, one of the few changes you'll see. But for the most part, these teams are what they are. Um, Lakers will probably play a lot of uh, zone like they normally do. Um, Cass City, I would think, against their size, Lakers' size, they'll play zone as well. So anyways, um, the only difference I really see is just, uh, Lakers should press. I would think Lakers would press them hard and really get after them. Do you see the outcome being different? No, Lakers wins. Okay. <laughs> and what about the Bad Axe Harvard Reach game? I'm just trying to get a feel here because now these uh, it's tied for the crystal ball forecast. Yeah, tonight was a bad night for me. <laughs> um, yeah, and that uh, in the Bad Axe game again. I, you know, on paper and what you've seen all season, Harbor Beach shouldn't have enough to to beat Bad Axe, but on any given night, things can happen. All um, depends on how much pressure Bad Axe puts on Harbor Beach's ball handlers, well, in my opinion. Right, and that's a nice thing. You know, that's what Bad Axe has in their back pocket. They can, you know, that's one thing. When you don't play that way, you can pull it out from time to time and, you know, and, and, and use it to your benefit. They have that athleticism. Um, so they can do that, and I would think, I don't know if they'll start that way. I just, Bad X has been pretty, just play man-to-man, -man, half court. They haven't extended too much, but if they have to, they can. I just, I don't think, I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see what they, if they do do that. I would think it would be a good way to go. Again, Smoglinski down low is really tough to defend. He's, you know, he's just bigger than everybody. He's got good hands. He finished around the basket. At 12 points tonight. Yeah, best way to keep him from getting the ball down there, put a lot of pressure on him out front. I mean, just make it hard to get the ball down the floor, and then it's hard to get set up. Um, so I, I would expect a really strong uh, defensive performance from Bad X, and that's going to give uh, Harbor Beach a lot of trouble. 
Any final thoughts here from first night of district play? You know, you're always excited on the first night. You know, and under, you know, knowing the matchups that we had, figured uh, the games kind of went pretty much the way we had uh, anticipated. You never know. So, I mean, you have to play the game. Uh, both teams, Cass City and uh, Harbor Beach, did what they had to do to move on uh, this time of year, survive in advance. Uh, they didn't just make it up the other day. Uh, that's gone on forever. Uh, both teams got their guys to, you know, have a real good feeling coming out of this game. Uh, they'll prepare tomorrow, kind of more walkthrough type stuff, and, and they'll do battle on Wednesday night. Uh, when, we could see two really good games Wednesday night. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think the Harbor Beach Bad game might get out of hand a little bit at the, at the tail end there, but I think I'm really looking forward to that second game between uh, Cass City and Lakers. That last game in Lakers, it was the coming home night for Lakers. A lot of things going on. Great atmosphere. I can kind of expect there's not a whole lot of love lost between those two schools, especially when it comes to basketball. And I think we're going to start to see that energy of that we love about March Madness right here in this gym on Wednesday. Yes. Uh, yeah, tonight was uh, kind of two play-in games. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the main part of the tournament will kick off Wednesday. All right. Well, Steve Vaughn, you survived your uh, first doubleheader of 2022. Yes, um, doubleheaders are tough. <laughs> and I'm, last glad, I'm glad I don't do the play-by-play. -play. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> well, last year we only had five in the district. So there was only one, one night of doubleheaders. Right. That was on Wednesday. This year, we're back to that six-team uh, six uh, bracket. So we have doubleheaders tonight, doubleheaders on Wednesday, and then the championship on Friday. Of course, coverage will begin on Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. We'll have Paul P. Adams with us once again to break down our teams of playing the rest of the way. And then, of course, tip off at 5.30 between Bad Axe and Harbor Beach and then followed immediately afterward by Lakers and Cass City. Yeah, looking forward to it. I, again, uh, it's going to be two good matchups, and uh, it's just, I mean, that's just this time of year. Again, we talked about it last week and how the, the finality, I mean, the Carroll players were just here taking, taking pictures. I've seen some pictures of, the, you know, the USA seniors afterwards. You know, it, I mean. It yeah, hits you hard. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's, you know, maybe you didn't have the season you anticipated as a senior and all this and that, but. When it gets all said and done, you know, you battled with uh, your classmates for your whole career, basically, ever since you started playing, came up through the ranks with those guys. And uh, and so it's always it's always hard when it's done. Um, sometimes I think it's just harder on the parents than it is the players. <laughs> if they got something to go do tomorrow, baseball or who knows what, and the parents are like, well, this is my last trip to the gym. <laughs> so, Well, Steve, we'll see you on Wednesday. Yes. Look forward to it. Thanks, Clark. Tonight's broadcasts were brought to you by Thumb Sailor, DS Services of Cass City, North Star Bank, Guiding the Way, Kohler Propane, Thumb Bank and Trust, Farmers Co-op Grain Company, Michigan High School Athletic Association, Albert Insurance Agency, Moore Shoreline of Seawing, Farmers Co-op Grain Company, DM Cabinet Shop, Harbor Beach Community Schools, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? So on behalf of Steve Bone, in-game analysis, Paul P. Adams in our pregame show, the sports editor of the Heron County View, joining us. And I'm Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. Back in the studio pushing all the buttons, that would be Wolfman. 
doing a great job per usual. Thank you for listening for the past four hours we've been on. And we'll return on Wednesday for our semifinal action at District 95, hosted by the Bad Axe Hatchets. Winning our first game, we'll have Bad Axe against Harbor Beach in an East First West classic rivalry of M142. And then our second game between Cass City and Lakers. Thank you for listening tonight. We'll have plenty of action on air at 4.30 p.m. once again. Tip-off of Bad Axe Harbor Beach at 5.30 and then Lakers Cass City immediately following. March Madness is upon us. On behalf of Steve Bone, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening. Good night. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWSports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.